a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. Final half hour of today's program. I worked for a long time for Congressman Rob Bishop, as you well know, and one of the areas where Congressman Bishop focused much of his effort and energy uh, was on the, the issues facing public lands here in the United States. There has for a long time been a significant maintenance backlog for much of America's public lands. And, uh, well, for a long time, uh, the, there has been an inability for, uh, for lawmakers to come up with a way to address that. And uh, there have been a few pieces of legislation over the past uh, number of months and years that have finally made their way through and are giving way now to uh, some improvements in terms of uh, maintenance and also uh, on, on other topics, other issues uh, in terms of access to recreational lands, uh, public lands, and also the caring for the, the, the resources that exist there on public lands. Joining me now to, to help get a better understanding of how things stand right now, uh, how our public lands are being taken care of, and how you and I may, uh, on our weekends or on our time off, be able to go out uh, and enjoy what there is uh, to offer there. Perry Pendley, Deputy Director for Policy and Programs for the Bureau of Land Management, joins me now. Mr. Pendley, how are you? Hey, Lee, great. Thank you for, uh, thanks so much for having me on. No, it's my pleasure. Do me a favor first. Before we get going, describe uh, what it is you do. What, what, do, you, what, do you, what are your goals every day? Uh, <laughs> well, it's uh, awesome responsibility. The Bureau of Land Management, as you know, Lee, having worked for uh, Congressman Bishop, runs 245 million acres of land in 11 western states and Alaska. Uh, uh about 10% of the nation's land mass. Uh, we also have responsibility for 700 million acres of surface, subsurface, mineral estate. That's uh, a third of the country. So uh, great uh, responsibility. We have uh, 9,100 people doing the, the public's job with a billion-dollar budget. And, of course, we have 22 million acres here in Utah uh, that uh, is true multiple use. And so it's oil and gas or it's mining or it's recreation or it's grazing or its national monuments, which include dinosaurs. So uh, it spreads the gamut. And one of the things we we discovered during the virus was uh, BLM went to a lot of work to keep those lands open and accessible and were being discovered uh, not just by Utahns but by the American public. That's outstanding. And and what's the the status of those lands these days? Are they being taken care of? Do we have uh, work still to do? Oh, 
they're being taken care of in a magnificent way. Uh, we are a working landscape, uh, and that is the Congress wrote the, the law that tells us what we need to do. And what we need to do is multiple use management. And so if an area has a potential for oil and gas, we develop that. And God bless President Trump for doing that simply because he's made us energy independent. As Lee, as you know, I'm a Marine. My son's an active duty Marine. And if there was a time we sent our sons and daughters to fight to ensure a supply of energy for this country, we no longer have to do it because we are energy independent. And much of that or a lot of that is coming from hydraulic fracturing uh, uh, on uh, lands uh, operated or uh, managed by the Bureau of Land Management. At the same time, though, the president's gone out of his way to increase recreational opportunities. Uh, he knows uh, during this pandemic that we needed to get out and recreate and revitalize and reinvigorate ourselves, and so we kept our lands open so people could come out. And, of course, uh, we have strict environmental laws by which we manage these lands. We consult with the American public on what we're doing. And so I think uh, I encourage uh, all Utahns and their friends and neighbors coming to come and see this land. I think they're going to be amazed at its beauty and uh, just attractiveness, uh, uh, given all that we do with it. It's uh, really quite a blessing. The Great American Outdoors Act uh, received kind of mixed support here uh, amongst Utah's federal delegation. Tell me what it means to Utah. How does the Great American Outdoors Act impact Utah? Well, this is the crazy thing, Lee. Uh, For five presidents and nine secretaries of the interior, Congress continued to refuse to provide uh, place people, uh, entities like the Bureau of Land Management, the money to fix up stuff that was falling apart. And they called it deferred maintenance. In other words, we're not going to give the Bureau of Land Management the money to to make sure this facility we're using for our professional firefighters uh, up to snuff. And so President Trump uh, met with uh, Senator Cory Gardner from Colorado and Senator Steve Daines from Montana, and they said, Mr. President, we really need this law. It's on the 3rd of March. He tweeted out, let's get this passed. A few months later, it did get passed, and I was privileged to be at the White House with the president when it was signed into law. I was there with the Secretary of the Interior, uh, David Bernhardt. And what this does, it provides consistent funding for deferred maintenance. So we don't have to go, uh, you know, hat in hand to Congress anymore and say, you know, please give us money to fix this up or fix that up. Characterize some of those there. Characterize some of those things that need fixing. What, 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 when we talk about deferred maintenance, what, what's broken and needs fixing? Well, we got roads that are falling apart. We got bridges that are falling apart. We got places where our firefighters stay when they're on the front lines fighting blazes that that are not up to snuff. Uh, that we we got to redo. We uh, I was just in a facility over in Radium, uh, uh, Colorado. Uh, south of Kremlin, which is a great uh, river rafting area. It's not ADA compliant. Um, uh, our, our restrooms aren't, aren't the kind of places you want to visit. And it's just all deferred maintenance. And I'll tell you, Lee, the president, when I heard him speak, I was so impressed because he said, uh, essentially, he said, I just don't understand this de- uh, term deferred maintenance. You imagine uh, some person coming to Mr. B- 
Mr. Trump at the hotel and saying, hey, we got a boiler that blew out. We're going to defer maintenance on it. <laughs> and say, well, are you nuts? We got to fix that up. It gets cold in New York. So uh, that's what we got. And, and it also uh, buffs up, uh, beefs up the Land and Water Conservation Fund. Uh, I hope to put uh, uh, Senator Lee uh, his mind at ease with regard to the way we do this. We're going to do it in new and creative ways that ensure public access to our lands at the same time we uh uh we 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 understand that we have neighbors out here uh who uh who we need to take care of so uh we're we're working hard on it i'll tell you the secretary is paying personal attention to how we implement the great american outdoors act and we're we're so thankful the president signed it into law and and it's a good thing for you tom Oh, it is good. It absolutely is a good thing for Utah. We're, we're we've already got projects on the books that it would, people. It, we not, I can't talk about them because they're not final. But yeah. once they go final, people are going to say, "Wow, they're going to do that." Um, right. Yeah, we're going to get that done. Well, as soon as those projects are final, let's you and I connect again. I'd love to. I'd love for this program to be the deliverer of all that news because uh, uh, I'm a great admirer of the work that uh, that is done by the BLM and any time that. Uh, uh, that we can fix things or make them more accessible to folks. Uh, you sign me up and I'll be there. Uh, Perry Penley, Deputy Director at the BLM. Sir, thank you so much for your time and your work. Uh, my pleasure, Lee, anytime. Thank you. All righty. We're going to take a quick break, and when we return, uh, there is an unfortunate reality uh, that has come forth, and it has uh, created a circumstance of much loneliness for people in the midst of this pandemic. The editorial board of the Deseret News lays out some tips on how to combat that, I'll share with you that list and add some tips of my own next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.